Hi, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of 20 and Trying. I'm Charlotte. And I'm Peyton. We are so excited because this episode of 20 and Trying is different from what we usually do. We are finally diving into health and wellness, a part of our 20s we haven't really explored before. Today, we are speaking with Melissa Bologna, an actress with almost 20 film credits under her belt, who is now an entrepreneur with her business, Beauty and the Broth, which promotes bone broth for health. While I'm a bone broth fanatic, Peyton has absolutely no idea about it. But this episode was educational for both of us because Melissa is an absolute gem and great resource for those ready to dip their toes into the world of bone broth. We hope you find this episode as educational as we did. We had a great time speaking with Melissa and we can't wait for you all to hear it. So enjoy. But I'm so excited to be chatting with you guys. I heard so much about you and I love that you're a bone broth fanatic. Yes, whenever (laughs) I'm in New York, I will pay an obscene amount of money for Brodo to deliver. So it's like, it's really in the Broncos to your front door. I know we were reading. It's like a whole subscription service as well, right? Yes. Go straight to your front door. And then you have the Brodo everywhere, except the beef is also USDA organic and it contains a ton of flavor, no chemicals. You recognize every ingredient. Mm That's so important. Yes. Okay. Well, Melissa, we start every episode of 20 and trying with our weekly optimism. So what is something you are excited about regarding this week? Oh, I'm excited. Um, On Friday, I'm having a tasting at the one hotel um, of my product where they sell it and hosting a workout event. So I'm excited to start Friday off really healthy with a bunch of good energy and spread the word of the bone broth. Sounds good. Love that. What about you, um, ladies? Gosh, right now it's been a tough week, so it's hard to find something optimistic because there was a passing in my family. But oh, so um, yeah, uh, but right now I guess because my uncle who passed away was very into his faith, so this weekend we're going to be all gathering as a family, and I guess just getting into that, I'm optimistic to kind of rediscover a little bit some of my faith and have that pull me through this hard time. So Absolutely. I'm optimistic about that. Yeah. What about you, Charlotte? Well, Peyton, that's a beautiful way to look at it. I know that grief is difficult. uh, So I really hope, though, that this weekend you have time with your family. My optimism for the week is I have a job interview. So I'm excited for that. And this is the first Peyton knew I was applying for this. And I was like, do I text her? Do I surprise her? So Peyton, I'm surprising you. So I have a job interview. And I'm excited Uh about it because I feel like I've kind of been in a rut lately. So, you know, having just that opportunity kind of gets me out of feeling a little stuck. For sure. I'm so excited for you. Where's that? It's in Orlando. Ah. Exciting. Exciting. Going back to UCF. Where we graduated Mm -hmm. college. Yeah. So very cool. Orlando's a great area. So let's get a little bit into you. So you are an actress turned entrepreneur with a new wellness company called Beauty and the Broth. Love the name, by the way. So can you tell us a little bit more about the company and the journey that led you to start it? Oh yeah. We might want to carve out a couple of hours. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, coming from the modeling and acting background, I've tried literally everything to preserve my skin, my youth. I've tried lasers. I've tried Botox. I've tried face creams. 
And on top of this, you know, growing up in New Jersey in middle school, I suffered from chronic digestive issues and doctors could not find out what was wrong with me. I love to tell people I almost got help back from school because I missed so many days. So this is an issue that followed me into my 20s. So while on set, I would just eat unhealthy and somehow would, you know, remain skinny. Thank you, genetics. Um, but I, I wasn't healthy. I was, you know, I looked healthy, but I wasn't actually healthy. And it wasn't until I really wanted a lifestyle overhaul or I was completely sick of feeling this way. I had brain fog. I just felt constantly bloated. You know, my skin suffered. Um, is when, you know, I would go visit my sister in New York. She's super into health and wellness. And that's where she was like, oh, trust me, have bone broth. I'm like, that's disgusting. Why would I have? I'm, I'm like, I'll never try that. Get your creepy stuff away from me. And then <laughs> but too, I tried it. And I'm like, okay, this isn't, this doesn't taste how I thought it would taste. And then, you know, I kept having it. And I saw the difference it made for me, completely got rid of my brain fog. It made me feel well. It made me feel motivated. It regulated my guts. It got me, it curbed my cravings for eating the crap. And then on top of it, I started to see my hair get very thick. I started to see, I openly will say I've got some Botox before. And when that would wear off, I would say, oh my God, I have to get to the doctor's. And that complete timer went away. Now I barely get it maybe once every year and a half, two years. Um, and I started to see what it did for my face and skin and nails. And I was completely sold. And, you know, I started to try a bunch of bone broth companies, figure out what I like best. And I found that a lot of them were too gamey, too slick, where you felt like you were eating McDonald's French fries, despite the content of it being very good for you. Yeah. Or I found that a bunch of them were very, very weak and just kind of like, okay, cool. I guess I'll drink this. So I saw a huge need in the market, especially living, living in LA, where there wasn't some place like in New York where you could grab and go. So that's when the beauty of the broth was born. I started working on this two years and three months ago. And it's been quite the journey and something I'm so proud of. And wow, everyone should start a company. You learn and you grow so much uh, and it just doesn't stop. Uh, so now what we are is all USA organic, which I'm very proud of. We launched in November with beef and chicken. It's super, super product. It's uh, gluten-free, non-GMO. You recognize every ingredient. It's in concentrated form. So in that form, it's eight times stronger than any bone broth. You add it with water to this magical little cup it comes with, and it's still two times stronger. And something I love to tell people is there's no salt added, which has been huge because a lot of nutritionists reach out to us because they have, they recommend to their clients to make it at home because of the salt content on your average bone broth in the market. So that's mm -hmm. been a huge win for us as well. If you like salt, at it but right. people are surprised just when they taste our product that it tastes that good without salt and it's also shelf stable with no preservatives so it makes it really seamless and easy to integrate into your routine anytime any place anywhere three ounces of potent concentrate you best believe i'm bringing it on all my flights um and curbing my cravings because i will goldfish is put out in front of me i will eat it um so same though same though yeah. like like a child like i still love them like i eat it it's so i don't know hard. what it is yeah i feel you no totally so it really helps me to curb my cravings and that's how we got started and what we've launched with
Wow. That is wonderful. I know that it's really important to focus on not just, you know, your career in your 20s, because that's something that we do focus on specifically within our podcast, like how to make your 20s matter. But we haven't really focused on the health and wellness aspect of your 20s, because something like my mom is within the medical profession. And she's always saying you can't just eat crap and kind of goof around in your 20s and then expect your skin to be great in your 50s. Like that's not how biology works. So can you tell us a little bit about the benefits about focusing on your health in your 20s? Yeah, for me, the 20s was very pivotal because I came from someone that was unhealthy to healthy. So I never thought that that was my world. Um, And then just seeing the results on me in my 20s and I'm someone with fast metabolism and good good genetics. And I suffered and I saw it on my skin and to focus on your health in your twenties is everything. You really just have to disassociate yourself from food and realize that you are a vehicle and that's all you are. (laughs) And you need to feed your vehicle the best stuff possible to make the most optimal performance. And that's something I struggled with a lot because I get so much satisfaction and happiness out of the chicken parm. I do. Um, but <laughs> I, I really do. <laughs> I have a good gluten-free dairy-free recipe if you need it. Oh, amazing. You know what? I'll actually make a keto chicken parm. Uh, you know, I think also when you're 20s, while you're trying to transition over to this health and wellness phase, like, Hey, you know, what? if you're putting in an effort, good for you. You don't need to like go full fledged. I'm just going to eat salads. Um, just do it in moderation, do stuff like take a chicken parm and find a healthy recipe and don't torture yourself. Like, you know, reward yourself every now and then with a cheat meal, not a cheat day, a cheat meal. And just, I think a keyword here is routine, doing something you could make a routine, even if it's a three mile jog in the morning um, or start out a walk, work up to a run. But the keyword is routine and making it constant. Cause once you break that routine, it's really hard to get back into. Couldn't agree more. Exactly. And you spoke of transitions and we do that a lot within our twenties, whether it be going into health and wellness or jobs. So what was your biggest challenge that you found when you were transitioning from an actress to an entrepreneur? Well, I'll tell you a few things about my twenties. 27 is a very pivotal age. I don't know if you ladies have researched this thing called Saturn return. Yes. But I implore you to look more into it. I swear on my life, it happened to me in a huge way. And when, and when I was 27 and started having conversations with like-minded females, it was the same thing between 27 and 29, you will completely change everything. So be <laughs> it's for the best you grow just remember that okay Saturn return it's a thing and I'm not some sort of like you know astrological person I do believe in it but it's not my wheelhouse just uh-huh. I'll note that and then act as an entrepreneur in acting I love acting and you know I'm very fortunate to have worked in a bunch of films I've been on over 20 film sets and it's a bit of a bumpy road um even if you know I'm sure it's the same for Jennifer Lawrence is a bad example she's probably constantly going from set to set but you know what I mean (laughs) um any creative industry where you know you go to work if you get the work because it's freelance and that's challenge as as it is but then if you get the work and then you go there, you make a set family, and then you wrap, and you're like, oh, okay, like, bye guys. And it's sad. And then you're like, okay, I'm back on the grind, finding work. 
and it's a it's a very big roller coaster so then you know you have these some days where you fill your time and you're like okay I'm gonna work out do acting classes go to auditions um but you know it, I really struggled immensely with a sense of purpose and it really messed with me because I I want to contribute to society and then during the downtime you know you're up high like yeah this is great and then you're like oh back to, you know, like doing the grinds and it, and it really, and I know this from talking to other actors as well. We would always have these conversations on set. You know, a lot of us all feel the same way and I'm sure it's for singers and models and artists. And so then going into this entrepreneurial role and then, you know, it's the same, like, okay, it is what you make of it. What do I, what am I going to do today? And then it, you know, when you really put energy towards something you, you could be working 24 hours a day and I don't think you could even do it in acting I don't think that's something I recognized with this role has come a lot of responsibility and very fast pace a huge learning curve and learning very fast so I went from struggling with a sense of purpose to being filled with purpose <laughs> absolutely filled and I absolutely love it I wouldn't change a thing you know I do still have days where now it's the complete opposite of how I felt with acting where I'm like oh my god I have the weight of the world on my shoulders this is going on xyz <laughs> what are we going to do here there there uh so now it's the opposite right the grass is always greener but it's been a huge shift in terms of something I really took out of this is the word time I used to spend my time acting you know on like the weekends or like you know, on my downtime when I wasn't physically working on whatever I wanted to do. And I never realized until this company, what a valuable commodity time is. And now I'm very careful what I do with it because it's, it's our own, it's the only thing we have. It's far more valuable than money and it's something you can't get back. So that's something I'd be conscious of, of any age is time and what you do with it. And it's the something that sticks out the most to me in this transition from acting to entrepreneur. I love that. I love that as well. That's very true too, because I mean, we have all of this time in our twenties and I think it does, there's certain times for certain things. Like we've also talked a lot about different passions and what sparks it. And you have something that acting has been your life for so long. And then you try this thing that you're like, I'm not really not sure about. And now you run a business that's completely dedicated to that. So it's all about like, sometimes in life, you don't know what certain path is going to be your path, even if you are dead set on something and you know you love it, something can come out of the woodwork and completely change. It's true. I never thought in a million years I would have a company. <laughs> I knew one day I would have a company, but I, I was loving acting and that whole world is thing I wanted to do since I was a little girl. And I went to school for international marketing and I knew one day I'd start a company. I just thought, you know, it could be when I'm 50, but this is something that spoke to me yeah. and I decided to go for it. I had, you know, even when, when you're on set acting, there'll be times where you're waiting around in full hair and makeup for six hours. And you're like, this is great. I know my lines. I practice a bunch. I don't want to over practice because I want it to be, still be fresh when I deliver it. Right. What should I be doing? And I'm like, I could learn another language. I could do this. I could do right. that. And now I've been working on this company. Yeah. So it's, you should definitely putting, be putting your time towards something. And I made up excuses for myself a lot of like, oh, well, I already did this, that, the other, or well, what am I supposed to do? I don't care who you are, or what you're doing. You could always be doing something. That's such a testament also to be open to new possibilities. And you even said like, you, yeah. you never would have thought that you would have created a bone broth company. And yeah. you mentioned how you're 
always busy and how time is so valuable. So we know, well, at least I know from the way that I grew up that bone broth has been a staple in ancient medicine for years. So what behind the scenes work went into creating your recipes in particular? Were there consultants that you worked with or was it just trial and error? A little bit of both. If I'm going to start a effectively a new life, you know, it better be the best damn product. I'm a very competitive person and I wanted, if I'm going to make this, I want it to be the best. So I initially just, you know, I did a lot of research on my competitors. I tried anyone's bone broth and everyone's, and then I had my friends taste everyone's because I wanted to hear people's honest feedback and yeah. what people think. That's really smart and their likes and dislikes and like I said at the beginning where some are too gamey some are too weak those were the biggest things that stood out so I you know looked up a bunch of recipes at home started playing with them started incorporating my own you know kind of thoughts into it and then I met this girl named Alini this Brazilian girl who's a nutritionist and Ayurveda specialist so I linked up with her and she was very passionate about bone broth and together we worked on these recipes and I have to say like, you know, she gave me a lot of great advice and, and other super ingredients to put along with the bone broth, such as turmeric and ginger with the chicken, mm-hmm. you know, it really goes hand in hand and helping with inflammation and the restorative properties of collagen and everything like that to make it the best possible quality broth and also the best flavor. And then for the beef as well, that one was more challenging, I would say. I mean, they're both challenging in their own way. Like we learned that soaking the chicken for 24 hours before made a huge difference in water and apple Mm -hmm. cider vinegar. And then the beef, the opposite, don't do that. And then, you know, pairing the beef with like mushrooms and kelp, it leaks and, you know, having the right quantities where nothing's going to be overpowered and you're going to get a ton of benefit and compliments from the various ingredients. You're making me right. really hungry. And it seems like it's, yeah, <laughs> it, you're making me hungry, but it seems like it's an exact recipe and you just have to get the right stuff to go with the right meat or chicken, like you were saying. So do you have a favorite broth recipe and if you do how do you use it in your daily life so this is kind of funny and I am completely not BSing I would meal prep bone broth at home with my original recipe and things change a little bit because of your schedule like cook times and then you know at night you have to transfer it over to the electric cooker because you don't want to you know have a gas in your house. <laughs> yeah <laughs> You know, it would change every time and it's very hard to keep bone broth consistent, which is also great that I now have a supply chain that can help me keep it consistent. But I swear to God, I will meal prep bone broth with my sister, keep it in a big vat in the fridge. It's done. Doesn't taste as good as my actual product, but it's like, that's for the customers. And I really want it all the time. And I'm, I'm literally a subscriber of my own company. I am. I love, I love it, but there'll be times where I'm like, okay, you know, I'm busy and I I want bone broth and I want to make a soup out of it. And even though it's already done in the vat, all I have to do is pour it on the pot, heat it up. I'm like, oh, my, my pouch is way more convenient with the hot water. Boom, boom, boom. I still grab my pouch, even having bone broth 
cooked by me in the fridge because it's extremely convenient and no bone broth I make is as good as, as it. So it's kind of, I'm really, really hooked on my own supply, which is never <laughs> That's don't get hired your own supply. <laughs> I love that it's a pouch that it doesn't have to be frozen yeah. because one of the problems I have, like I will have bone broth for breakfast, which probably not the best thing because then I'm hungry a few hours later because it's not enough carbs for me, but it's frozen. So I have to think the night before, oh, if I want this, I need to defrost it. And it's so difficult to remember that sometimes. Yeah. That's a nightmare for me too. I'll make, I'll make, I travel a lot for work and I'll make batches and batches and then it goes bad. Mm -hmm. Then, it, oh, I forgot to put it in the freezer before I left. And then the room it takes in the freezer. Cause if you're going to freaking commit to 24 hours on the stove, you want a lot of it. Mm -hmm. So it's a huge pain if it's not shelf stable. So then to be shelf stable, no preservatives and be able to bring it anywhere has been a huge game changer for me. And I think something that really resonates with our customers. For sure. I'm learning so much because I know nothing about bone broth, but I'm learning so much today. You got one girl who knows about it and one girl who has absolutely no clue, but it sounds like something that's really helpful, especially for my mom. She has a lot of health issues that I think that this would help with. So I might, might get her this for her birthday. That is very sweet. Yeah. It, it's been huge. It's not to be gross, but a lot of people have IBS. Um, it helps with IBS. Its original purpose is for leaky gut and it heals that. It fills in the holes in your intestine and it gives it a, a velvet lining for food to seamlessly pass. And at the same time, punch your, pumps your body with collagen, protein, and essential nutrients. And all this information coming out on the gut, it's another thing I recommend everyone listening to. Listen to some podcasts on the gut your mind is going to be completely blown away. Our gut controls our personalities, Everything. our mm -hmm. emotions, our instincts, our links to depression and anxiety. And, and just some of like the studies, the best is yet to come. So you should really treat your gut well with probiotics, with bone broth and be freaking kind to it because this thing is responsible for more than we know. Something I love to say is that our gut has a hundred thousand times more microbes than there are human beings on planet earth. So just let that sit. We are each like galaxies. Okay. That is overwhelming. Holy. I know. Wow. And that is that a just, fact. That's wild. But I mean, and that's also a true testament as to why we need to start focusing on our health in our twenties, because it's just something we're not thinking about. You know what I mean? We're all busy career wise or partying or doing whatever we need to do. And we're not thinking about what we're putting in our body and what clearly how we need to treat it like a temple because this gut is going to be our killer. So speaking of being in your twenties this month with all of our guests, we're, we're asking them a question that pertains to our kind of doing this section of asking people what they think of the words behind our podcast 20 and trying. So what does that mean to you? Oof, 20 and trying then I could take you through each year of the 20s and what does 20 and trying mean to me I mean exactly what it sounds in your 20s you were really trying it's a very I would say stressful decade because you go from getting out of school into the talk about sense of purpose you really struggle with your sense of purpose and you feel a lot of pressure from your peers to be in the workforce and find your calling and your calling doesn't just fall off of trees so there's a ton of pressure there. And then you get to your mid twenties 
And then, you know, you might not be happy in your job and you're like, maybe I made the wrong choice. And then you feel a lot of pressure and you get to your late twenties and you start to see your friends getting married. And you're like, wait, like, is, am I supposed to be doing that now too? Because now I'm starting to feel all this pressure. Oh, so-and-so just had a baby up, up, up. And there's, there's a lot of stress in your twenties because it's, it's a decade of the biggest transition from childhood to adulthood. And 20s and trying is a name I think that completely sums that up. Yeah, that answer kind of summed up exactly the pressure that I think we were all feeling. And that's why the name pretty much fits the podcast and describes itself because there's not one path for everyone. You know, you may start your 20s off as an actress and then leave the 20s as a bone broth (laughs) entrepreneur. Crazy things happen. Right. But it is so wonderful. And I love how your story doesn't just focus on a career change because you are still acting and that's still going on. But now you're also focusing on another element that also incorporates health and wellness. So we have reached the end of our episode, but we always ask our guests before we leave, what is one piece of advice you would offer to other 20-somethings who are making or trying to make the most of this decade? One, touching upon what we just said, who gives a F, excuse me, about anyone else's path? Focus on your own. Do not feel pressure from your surroundings. That's called FOMO. And I promise you, it means absolutely nothing. And B, if you have an idea or a passion or if you're unhappy uh, where you are with work, fix it. What's the worst that's going to happen? Literally nothing. So some of you're out of jobs, you're out of job for a couple of months. You will figure it out. There's nothing you can't figure out. And you have to live your life to the fullest and not take one day for granted because you don't know if tomorrow will come. And then not to live to your fullest, you haven't lived. So that's my kind of Gandhi Yoda twisted advice. <laughs> I love that though. It's It's true because no day, nothing is promised. And you, that's the worst thing to know that you didn't achieve everything you wanted or that you could have made that decision and you were just too afraid to, or there was too much pressure or anxiety. You have a passion. I think that people should just follow it. Like you did. Whether it's broth or I don't know, going and studying in India or something. I don't know, like becoming a guru or something. (laughs) This guy is the limit and there's no dream too big. I promise you put it out into the universe. I promise you it's true. The more you put it out there, the more it will happen for you. That's perfect. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. You're like, you gave a lot of really great advice and I learned a lot. Honest, this is the most educational episode Thank for me. Yes. I learned a lot. Very great. And I'm so Thank glad we you, got Lacey. to touch on health and wellness. So this was such a wonderful for episode. Sure. Me too. I'm here for you. Oh, Thank you. you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. To follow Melissa on her journey, make sure to follow her on Instagram at Melissa Bologna and check out Beauty and the Broth. Also, make sure to like, share, and subscribe to 20 and Trying so you never miss an episode. And if you haven't joined our Facebook group, what are you waiting for? We'd also love to hear what 20 and Trying means to you. Thanks for listening. And as always, we'll be back next week. Bye. Bye.